Jingle bells, Chris Black. What up? Ho, 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 bitch. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty pretty snazzy, actually. I'm feeling good. I've, I've had a good good Christmas Eve so far. What have, what have you been doing over there in Glendale? What's Also, what's the Christmas weather hitting like right now in Los Angeles? It's nip. There's, there's a nip in the air. It's not super freezing, but there's a little chance of, of showers this morning. We, we missed that, and we did not get any, but it's, it's cold, man. It's like, you know, 50 degrees. Sounds nice. Yeah, it was raining all day here, but luckily I had a nice uh, a Burberry coat to protect me from, from the elements. Shouts goes out to Burberry. You guys rock. So Shouts isn't there supposed to be some crazy snowstorm there tonight or like rain, black ice nah, thingy? I don't know. I think you're getting worried about heading to the East Coast, TJ, because the weather, I mean, it rained, but tomorrow's going to be a little cold, but then after that, it's back up. But there's no snow okay. on the for- in the forecast. No, well, KK, you know, KK said she saw some... She like went to go check the weather on there, and it said there's like a Christmas Eve like storm warning going on, and I, I did get a little shook. I but I'm Santa, glad everything Santa, is okay. Santa playing tricks on you, but I would suggest packing some pants. So you know, nothing crazy. <laughs> but, you know, just some just some pants that go to the ankle. You know, you know or, or I have maybe, okay. Well, I have to pack for eight crazy nights. On the Amer- on the American South seaboard, I have one cursed to me carry on that you guys keep making fun of me about because it's, very, it's not it's, a because I don't have a fucking rimoire like every other influencer loser in the world. I hope actually, you know, at least it's not a way. It could be worse, but hopefully, maybe maybe Come Santa on, will bring so. you some new luggage. Maybe Santa will bring you some new luggage. You, no, I don't. I don't want anything more. I, I hate checking luggage. I don't want anything bigger than this carry-on. So the, you know, even if I get well, a just different so you know, set of Jason, luggage, just it's so, still just so you know, not going to hold it. Just so you're clear, Rimawa does make a carry-on. So it's it's not you know it's not like uh, it, yeah it I know they do, but I'm saying it's going to hold the same amount of shit as the lucid case I have. So it's not going to help me any. I'm good. Yes, like the, the only difference look, is I'll look cool for what all the people in in Atlanta. They don't matter. You. You'll look less broke just in life, bro. You know, one day we're going to I would disagree. Again. I would disagree. The Rimawa, it's it's a it's a sign of thirst. And I'm not a thirsty cat. I'm more of a laid back in the cut kind of guy. You know what I mean? No, it's thirsty I'm, if you buy. Yeah, if you if you're rocking the Dior like James Harden or you're or you're, <laughs> you know, or you're rocking the off-white see-through joint, but if you're just rocking a regular classic Ramoa, there's no there's no shame in that game. I'm 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 saying that it could project a little bit of energy that is I call it luggage poor. You you've heard of house poor? You know, there's a type of person heard, yes. there's a type of person who's going to cop the Ramoa even though you know, even if they check with their their accountant father, they would they would not approve of that purchase. You, you mean it, you mean it's like when somebody has a Tesla but they live in Glendale? <laughs> uh no it's it's there's a little i mean i i see your attempt at a jab but it's it's more of like the you know it's more of like the guy the guy who has like a gucci belt versus like you know just like a plain a plain jane you know zenya belt or something like that you're like oh like this is somebody who has yes they have the rimawa because they want everyone to know and see it and like look at my shiny loud silver suitcase i'm important i have a fucking contacts uh you know my tumblr's (laughs) rocking i'm I'm catching feelings and flights (laughs) I'm sorry that I rock designer in every aspect of my life, Jason, mm-hmm. and your jealousy. I can hear it through the Bose. Well, there's QC a lot of different designers. Headphones. Is all I'm saying. There's a lot of different designers. That's a good point. 
Okay, so speaking of that, so I have a, I have a few travel questions before we get to our guest interview. So, <laughs> sure, because sure. you've been you've been circumnavigating all over this globe of ours, spreading the good gospel and the uh, safely spreading safely spreading my holiday cheer. Okay, so I'm first of all I'm I don't know how I'm going to fit eight days worth of clothes, winter stuff, workout gear, a tennis racket podcast recording gear all in one bag it's not working like i can't do the math in my head how this is going to work out and also my clothes are so big because i'm so tall so one pair of shoes fills up the whole fucking suitcase i'm fucked i i look i understand that actually even though my clothes are aren't quite as big as yours they're pretty big Mm -hmm. um i have the same problem i would suggest checking a bag is probably is probably my suggestion i used to be like (laughs) you too i I don't check like you too i've been burned too many times by checking luggage i just stopped doing it Bro, look, you're not bringing your CDJs. Your needles aren't going to get lost. By, by the way, Jason, today, I, I meant to tell you this. We'll get back to this. But mm-hmm. but during during Barry's stay, the instructor said that he loves ED. He misses EDM and drops are better than sex during the class. <laughs> and I, I, li- I, literally, I literally looked around and was like, damn, is Jason teaching this class? I thought I was dreaming. I thought I was dreaming. It was God. crazy. I mean, drops are better he than wasn't sex. He wasn't kidding. Bumper sticker on the back of the fucking Tacoma is... A, that is cool. He also said he also said a drop hit, and he was like, yes, this shit is like it's 3 a.m. and the molly just kicked in. Let's go. And I was like, this guy is sick. Oh, my... Damn, okay. So um, I'm glad that you're able to live vicariously through this this Barry's instructor on all mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. He also said he also said sick tats to me when I left the class, um, which is a- another favorite Look, of mine. But if anyway, you, if you say three more of these anecdotes, I don't know if I'm going to get on the plane. I'll be like, you know what? I think I'm dodging a bullet here. I'm just going to stick around in good old Cali. No, so I think I would just check a bag, fam. I, okay. I don't understand the big deal. I mean, you're you're not making honestly bag checking. You know, the I, I really I mean, started I'd, doing it when, when I was going to Europe more often. But I would say, if you're not, if you're, flex. if it's a direct flight, if it's a direct flight, you have very little to worry about. I know, you know I what know. I mean? It, it's it's when you start making the transfers, but you don't want to be limited in your in your drip options. You know, I, well, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm finna be limited, and also like it's literally Christmas Eve right now. Uh, as soon as I finish recording this podcast, I have to. Edit it, mix it, master it, and then drive to Bay Crib, Bay Parents Crib, and then like wake up at you know four a.m. tomorrow morning. Like this, this it ain't gonna ain't gonna you be no. To, you have to get up at four. What time is your? What time do you guys get here? Well, we we gotta leave. I, I don't know. I'm probably we're probably gonna leave here around five thirty. I don't know. Like even though I, we just want to be there early, we haven't been to the airport. This is our first flight all year. Um, you know, I'm a little, well, those, I, I like to be there little... earlier if I can. I do too. I do too. And I'm, I'm, you know, I like to assume you have lounge access. You probably don't, but you know, it is, it is a nice safe space, um, at the airport. So, um, you know, we all there lost is our room. status. No, they, they actually, they actually extended the status this year. They gave us a freebie. So that lie is oh. not going to work on me. Damn. Um, you're too good, but, but I would say, yeah, no, you need to bring your racket, bro. We're gonna be we're gonna be hitting every day. I've already got offers out in every city. Okay, well, I'm gonna figure out how to f- bring my racket in some type of tote bag thingy. I put it in the tote. In I put I put it. I put I put both rackets in the tote. No no sweat. Okay, well, unfortunately, I got a lot of other stuff to bring in that tote too. But you know, we're, this is boring to our. So so the question I had was. So once you once you we get on like you go to the airport, you're wearing the mask the whole time, obviously. And then once you get on the plane, you wear the the mask the entire flight. I'm assuming. 
So does that mean there's no food and drinking allowed? How does that work out? No, I think you just, you know, I think it's just like you you move the mask down, take a sip of your water. Wait, they don't I do mean, service, you, you, though. You think or you know. I'm asking somebody who has been on the flight, who has been. Oh, yeah. You just, I mean, they're not, they're not going to say you can't drink water for five hours, but you can't. They don't mm-hmm. do like a meal service or like a drink service. Or maybe they do. I think maybe you just have to ask for it. They don't walk up and down the aisles, mm-hmm. I believe. So what, I, I what if Honestly, you have like, you know, you're flying to Australia, the motherland. You got like a 14, 15 hour flight. What do you do if you can't be eaten because you got to wear your mask the whole time? No, you can eat. I think. I just think it's like I think it's just they're not going to serve it to you. Is the is is the understanding mm-hmm. I have? So then you know there's I mean? just no point to any of this because anyone can just lift their mask up and eat and exactly. cough and fucking it's all ruined. now now you're now you're understanding. But I do think that, that much <laughs> like a, a a shopping mall, the air the the plane air circulation is probably better than almost anywhere else in the world. So. That is mm. something to give you a little a little peace of mind. But also, I mean, you, you know, read that on one do. of your QAnon websites, Chris? No, 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 no. I don't much read like QAnon the shopping websites. mall. So the only places we should go are the shopping malls and the airplanes. You capitalist fucking pig! God damn it! It sounds. It doesn't sound like a bad life to me. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, after yeah, meet me at the mall. He said, "I'm going to the damn mall." You know what I mean? It's going down. Da- it's going down. Look, there's a line. You, you think there's lines at TSA now because of. <laughs> Gavin Nuisance and the rest of these jokers. There's lines at Louis. There's lines at Prada. There's lines at Gucci. I know. You know. I we got. I got. I can't even just walk in and, and and drop a stack on a pair of shoes. I got to wait in line. Yeah, you've been doing some. You've been waiting in line doing Mummy's Christmas shopping, haven't you? Chris has been bro, going around I, the shops. I wait. I waited in so many lines today. I felt like I was at Six Flags, bro. <laughs> God damn. damn! I felt like I was at Disney World. Did, did we no, workshop uh, that one or is that off rip? because that's off rip okay. you know i'm off thank off god the i i just don't i guess i just don't understand that during the holiday season you know they open up this these these phone lines for the, the pre-order and you pay and then you assume you're going to breeze in pick it up be in and out but instead they make you wait for 45 minutes to pick up the thing you've already paid for and pre-ordered okay so you, just you tell them karen so then you go up <laughs> you go up and you're like this is free. Um, what if I have to wait in line when I ordered it already, what was the freaking point of ordering in line? Jason, that's not that's not what I did. I waited. We waited in line patiently. Mm-hmm. We picked up our items. We tipped graciously, and we left. I'm not gonna. But it does seem so like. So what are system. these items? I mean, I I love to see my man Chris Black out here. Um, SLB supporting local businesses. You already know what the fucking business. We hit, we hit the Atlanta. We we hit the Atlanta fish market. We had to cop the lobsters. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. What? How big are these lobsters? We, I mean, it's eight. It's it's six lobsters cracked and cleaned. You know, so it's mm. ready. They're ready to eat. Um, I hope you, you bring bring your own bib, bitch. Um, and then you know, I'm already and, f- fighting for room in my suitcase, and now you spring this on me on on Christmas Eve that I have to bring my own bibs. <laughs> well, I know that I know that you have a sustainable bib that is 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 washer safe. So Look, I didn't want you to use the start. Know, I, the, I haven't even launched my startup yet. Dude, this is all this is all hitting the editing room floor. Don't give it away. Uh so Okay, got so we that, got the we lobs, to, we, we got went, some pie. We we got the lobs. We picked up some pies, yes, a, a classic uh chocolate chess as well as a pecan, so you guys can really get some mm. southern flavor. Um mm. I love me then, a nice pecan pie, brother. I'll tell you what. 
Got some got some vanilla Hagen dazs for you too to just put a nice little dollop on top. Oh, um, whose birthday is then, it? Jesus Christ or mine? I feel like a princess. Exactly. And then and then we went to Alon's, a famous uh, kind of like you know rich person bakery slash mm-hmm. prepared food Dean DeLuca style counter mm-hmm. to cop some. You know we had to get the Brussels sprouts, the broccoli, the the cauliflower, the asparagus, the baguette for the garlic bread. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. It's a movie, bro. Okay, so just like you. I see the trend of it running in the black family of when we're cooking a feast, that means we go around to different places and buy the food that has already been cooked for us by other people. Well, there's a roast chicken that's being made. Oh, quack, quack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do, she doesn't so, mean my, my, my famous um, loaf of bread underneath the chicken recipe that all the listeners no, love. No, I don't think the listeners love anything about you really, but that, that does sound pretty good. Bro, my DMs, if you want to see the most washed DMs, just log into my <laughs> account and see how many people are asking me like how to prepare roast chicken dishes and things like 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 so what kind of bread like what's the temp on this blah blah blah. Jesus Christ. I mean, Have you ever heard of Alice, Allison Roman? For for the holidays, why don't you guys all cop Allison Roman's book and subscribe to her newsletter so you don't have to ask Jason any of these questions for free. Shout out to Big Rome. Hope you're we don't do a, this shit a for banging f- holiday Christmas. We don't do this shit for free. I'm painting my nails red, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cosplay as Allison this holiday season. Mm, well, I'm I'm excited to talk to her. I, I I wanted to ask about what what we got for Christmas this year, but I'll wait for our guest because yeah, I mean, I, did he, you get any presents yet? No, no presents have been exchanged yet. But I'm I'm oh, no. patiently waiting. I mean, I I think I know what everything is except for a few. So it's not you know. It, it, it's 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 still exciting mm-hmm. isn't it so you already went into your you already went into your parents closet in the master exactly and did yeah, a little I could, pu- I snooping around yeah i couldn't resist yeah but you know yeah we're, we're gonna talk to our guests this is the first time we've had a guest return but we thought for a special christmas day episode it'd be nice to give you the listener you know one of your favorites um mm-hmm. and 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 also let's not let's not say one of our favorites as well let's not get it fucking twisted mm-hmm. um you know Ryan O'Connell from his uh, hit television show Special on Netflix. It's coming back for season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just sold another book. Uh, yeah. He just bought a motherfucking house. My G is popping. He stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. He's looking fucking great. He's looking great. Um, I'm sure he's going to tell the some revenge bot stories. is on fucking fleeky. The revenge bot is absolutely out of this world. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna give him a call and hopefully he's dressed up like Santa, even though we can't see him. We can see him, but the listener can't. That's, this is why, if we if we did have a Patreon, this is the type of content that would be behind the wall. But yeah. we don't believe in that. So yeah, it's that would all be free. actually cool if you were dressed up like Mrs. Claus do and not. Ryan was dressed up like Santa, and I was dressed up like the Grinch, and we did a Zoom episode for Patreon. That'd be cool. What would we do? We would just like, we would read Hamilton word for word. Great idea, actually. Is there a Christmas Hamilton? <laughs> uh, that well, that's the, that's that's my next fan fiction. Christmas Hamilton. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Yeah, go read TJ's fan fiction. It's a great one. Yeah, I, I got. I've been bit by the fanfic bug. So uh, you know, if anyone wants to watch like Twilight with me, I uh, cultural I fan cultural fanfiction.com backslash TJ. Yeah. Right so far, I've only been doing that seventy show fanfic. Like what? <laughs> what if? What if Wilmer kissed um, Ashton? <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> 
No, that would be weird. That would be crazy, but unless, you know. That'd be crazy, but that's something I think we should I think if we're going to do a Patreon, it should be fan fiction about about shows where men kiss. I think that's that could be a good marker for us. Yeah, I mean it's so random it would never work, but I don't know. Isn't everything isn't everything just like so random in 2020? It's crazy. These are my thoughts exactly. All right, well, let's give Ryan a call. We have a lot to to sink our teeth into. Ryan, are you recording on like GarageBand on your computer? Yeah, I'm okay. recording on GarageBand. Yeah. Perfect. So you're you can see the levels, the the volume yeah, level looks. It's moving, honey. She's got <laughs> she's got a heartbeat. She's got a heartbeat. <laughs> Is it a boy or a girl? Um, I don't. It doesn't. Gender's a gender's a construct, babe. <laughs> Reveal. <laughs> Haven't you heard? <laughs> Jason keeps messing up with all the gender stuff. I have to have a talk with him off 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 mic. Honey, make it a New Year's resolution. We all have know? our blind spots. You know what I yeah. mean. Wait, I feel like I have questions for you guys because mm. I know this is like unorthodox, but you know, I've been listening to How Long Gone mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed, but obviously I don't listen to it when there's like another stray guy. Cause I'm like, if I wanted to hear th- three straight guys talk, I would like transport myself from ages one to 29, <laughs> you know, um, but, but I feel like I have to just acknowledge, like there needs to be an acknowledgement section for the interviews you've done because mm-hmm. some of them have blown me away. Now, Chris, some of these headlines you've received cause I've live texted you while listening I know. to I, that. I love, I love when I get a text barrage from Ryan while he's clearly listening. And then it's like every mm-hmm. five minutes, there's a, a new revelation. You just get- yeah. with a um, okay wait and then you're like oh it's about totally, to come exactly. totally, it's about totally, to come totally so here's the deal let's talk there's two i want to talk about i want to talk about tavi because you did not let her off the hook for 300 ashland in such a delicious way i so so i still haven't recovered from 300 ashland i'm glad that she has but i'm still here seeking answers and resolution it I'm was still delicious here. how we brought that up isn't it i yeah well i'm very like natalie and bruglia torn like i'm here lying naked on the floor she's moved on to like doing broadway but i'm still at 300 ashland begging for answers and you're still you know, going the, through the I, mail there I'm still, I'm still, I, I, I'm still <laughs> waiting for her to do her workshop or whatever court, like court order. When does this you know, ceramics class start? Yeah, when I does think... the Tavi ceramics class start? <laughs> yes, and and that's in the, the that's in the group that's in the group uh, meeting room where residents like to hang out mm-hmm. on on the third floor. Just FYI. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. It's totally. in the West Wing well, so, lobby. You know, the Tavi three hundred Ashland debacle to me felt like such a betrayal because I think Tavi is like kind of beyond chic. Like I'd say this mm-hmm. as a fan, as a lover, as a supporter. Mm-hmm. Like Tavi is major to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and look, here's the deal. When you achieve fame, you you can expect a dipness in the chic levels. You can, because mm-hmm. it just it just is hard. You have to do some sparring. I'm suffering I'm I'm suffering from that right now. We can unpack that oh, a little later. Really? Okay. Oh, wow. it's, it's hard it's, to remain truly chic and also be like trying to get really rich. You know, well, you capitalism is inherently not chic. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to do Damn. some weird Preach. shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cut and by the way, for the record, I feel like I haven't. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it your way. So far, so good. I I have I have said no to just some wait. shit. Just, just wait, Ryan. Yeah, you just, know what? just wait. I'm gonna bring up an example. Yeah, I who have you go, said no to? I, I I I had to go do this thing in my Bobby. What was it? It was like I had to go speak at this thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And somehow we don't. We don't. Ryan, you can say the Emmy Awards. It's fine. Oh, L O L. Okay, you this mean, has this has. You very... mean the three Emmys I lost? Let's bring that up. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was hoping we um, would. So you were doing a David Sedaris style chat 
to, was, to an audience. Yeah, I was doing a chat. Recently and it was Somehow it was sponsored by Uggs, because, like, of course it's always sponsored by Uggs. Damn. And I was offered $5,000 to pose with Uggs, and I said, absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. I will not J- pose with Uggs for $5,000. There's just no Jason, way. Jason... <laughs> Jason would have done it for five hundred and twenties in a pack of American Spirit um, Yellows. Yeah, so. I, I would have done it for, to just just have the Uggs for the weekend. I would have done it for <laughs> I would have done it for twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I everyone, think everyone, everyone has, has their price. Wait, parts. wait, Ryan, did you did you have to would you have had to post this picture of you and Uggs on your on yes, your profile? Yes, I think I would have. Yeah. I think I and would that's have. not just a story; that's a grid, isn't it? Uh, I'm pretty sure I, I didn't get into the specifics. You can negotiate. Uh, Yeah, there was a negotiation, but I Mm -hmm. told my manager, I said, absolutely not. Let's, let's nip this in the bud right here, Mm -hmm. right now. I will not do it. Um, that's just, that to me is just like, look, that's like, you know, we all have a price, right? So you would have done it for 20. You wouldn't do it for five. But Ryan, Ryan, where do you stand on Uggs in general? Are you, are you not a fan? Is it? I mean, I ha- I I was gifted some mm, some nice slippers a few years ago that you know I fuck with the Tom know? the mm. Tom Brady slippers. The, the but Tom you're Brady not you're not going to go to Alfred wearing your Uggs and get spotted. And I and I certainly won't be like doing a post of me wearing Uggs being like hashtag Ugg partner or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but see, here's the th- here's the thing here's the thing, Ryan, and here's what I think about 300 Ashland, and the reason I asked that question is because I actually thought. And I think I said this. I was like, it's insane. Like, if somebody offers you free rent for a year, mm-hmm. like, that is a very strange thing to be offered. That was also, at this point, like, years ago. You can't. You know I mean, that but, was like four. But, but you can't. She doesn't need the money, does she? I mean, I, I don't mean, know. But that's the thing. It's not about, it's not about, Needing. sometimes it's not about, do you need the money? It's like, I think if I was offered free rent somewhere, I mm-hmm. I would think long and hard mm-hmm. about it because that's such a strange offer. Yeah, start. That's I'd such a start, strange thing to be. I would just start sucking right there. I think it. Yeah, just depends. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just depends on who you are, and I feel like because Tavi was so chic, like mm-hmm. like it's just such a like it's such a one eighty. You know what I mean? I personally, I personally like it. Oh I, I personally like it because I also think she's just trolling. She is trolling, and she was ahead of her time in a way. Like I feel exactly. like if that happened today, people would be like, "Whatever," you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just saw this harrowing Instagram of you know the gay, <laughs> you know the gay guy from Mean Girls, uh, not the other one, the, uh, J- Jonathan Bennett. He plays the love interest, and now he's gay. Yes, yes, or was always gay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he just did a post of getting proposed to by his boyfriend and turned it into SpawnCon for the ring. <laughs> well, well, I mean, can you I imagine? Mean- that's this insane. is this is what gives me against gay marriage. You know what I mean? Like at, I just, at that I point, things, you're coming out now. Yeah, at that point, well, you were just a human product. There's no point of I you think having that, a life. But I think for me, when I see certain influencers doing things, and I'm I'm aware that that's what they do, I'm just happy for them that they're getting money. Like I see stuff, I'm like, hell yeah, you're a Chanel girl. I wish I was a Chanel girl. I'm not like, <laughs> yeah. That, I'm not. I, I I honestly just don't. To me, the bigger the company. The, the the better you're doing, the happier I am for you, depending on who the person so is. So Chris, it sounds like you're a bit of an enabler. Well, yeah, it you, sounds you like it sounds like you're justifying your own behavior. What yeah. are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Here? I, I I don't have anything going on. I, I am okay. I am currently in, in I'm doing talks more SpawnCon than he is. I'm currently in touch with matchesfashion.com and we are negotiating something. <laughs> how much how much store credit are you gonna get on your return, Chris? I, I I'm not going to talk about. The I know terms, they said they're not going to do be able to do cash back, but surely you'll get a little store credit. Wow! But wow. but ma- matchesfashion.com to me 
is about as good as it's going to get for someone in my position. Mm-hmm. For somebody what? of your age? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you sense. for thank you for clarifying what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I won't do I won't do grid. I will never do grid. That is the line. Grid is a grid is a lot. Grid, grid is, is insane. Mm-hmm. Grid is insane. It's a big ass. Grid is like you can't you can't magic erase that. That's like permanent stain. <laughs> well, I believe if you're a re- if you're a good influencer or you have good good uh management, you negotiate that it gets deleted in 30 days or something. Usually. Oh, that's chic. A thirty or, or a six month or a twelve month. There's a lot of different um, options that we can wor- work yeah. around. Jason with. knows. Jason. Jason comes from both sides. Uh, Jason has has signed a big a big contract for 2021. We're not going to announce yet, uh, <gasps> but I'm very I'm very proud of him. Oh, my, okay. I love this, you guys. Look mm-hmm. at you wheeling and dealing. Well, Ryan, we want to we want to break into Hollywood, so you know we you know we might need you. Yeah, Ryan, we, we might we might need, we can't have fake jobs forever, Ryan. We I will. Don't know if you want to ride this job. horse onto the lot, honey. Oh, <laughs> I don't. No, I think I think it would be really I think it'd be really great if How Long Gone Television was was executive produced by Ryan O'Connell. I think I mean, that would help us. That's gorgeous, honey. She's wearing her producer hat. It fits good. So let's, par- let's party. I'm, let's. I'm saying. Page. I think. We have a 2021 can be development and obviously brand, you know, brand awareness. But the 2022, I think we're hitting the airwaves. That's the timeline we're looking at. Mm. Yeah, 2021 is all about incubation. 2022 is about delivery. Yes, exactly. And, yeah. exactly. People yeah, yeah, don't yeah, talk like, about incubation enough, you know. And thank you for bringing that up, Ryan. Totally. That's what I hear. The, the stigma. <laughs> that's what I do. That's my, that's my platform. What? That's what? I what? On. So, so 300 Ashland. Okay, 300 so Ashland. That, I, I and then. It was. Just, it was to me. It's a home run, and I love Tavi, and I'm a big fan. And I'm a big fan as well. So I understand. how do you not bring totally. it up? So what? What? I mean, uh, to me, how do you not bring that up? It's, how do you not? It, I, a lot I, of people don't. A lot of people don't. It is you know a little rude, but to me, it's just like I, I could do an hour on just that. I have four billion questions to ask. Yeah, that's, that's she was a little uncomfortable. I, I loved it. She was a little like she. She's a dry bitch. I can tell. You know mm. what I mean? She's just like. Like, she doesn't, it's very, like, one tone. Well, she's a tough old broad at the end of the day. She's, well, she's seen some shit from the age of nine onwards. So, yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's lived many lives. But, okay, so then the other one I want to talk about is the one that shocked me to my core, mm. which is um, Whitney Port. So, when I, when I, I'm when not I familiar with that. that. Wait, which episode was that? I don't remember that one. How was, was that a good one? <laughs> That was truly harrowing. That was like an American Horror Story podcast. Like, I, honey, first of all, did she just get like airlifted in? Like, did, does anyone, did anyone tell her what this was? No, no, were? no, like, what no. happened? What happened? No, I, so I saw that she, I saw that she had a podcast on the same network as one of our other former guests, Pia, who she Jason's has a friends podcast? with. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's yes. a podcast and, network called Dear Media and they they're kind of like the network that has like a hundred different shows of like influencer people people from reality television just like anyone who's just like i want to do a podcast they're the people that you go see okay if you're like if you're like remotely famous like if you were on a bravo show and you want yeah so i just i they once we did pia's episode uh they had reposted us on social media and stuff so i just like sent a dm i was like hey i noticed that Whitney Port is on your network. We we would love to have her on. They're like, take her, take her. They're like, please, put, please. She's a male. She's a male. Nice, be nice. <laughs> She's been very busy can with you, motherhood lately, Ryan. Come on. Can you put me in touch? And and then I just talked to her agent, and then I talked to her assistant, and it was it was honestly really easy. And her assistant w- ended up being from Georgia, Atlanta. Mm. So. Okay. 
in, instant bond but yeah. whitney I, I thought whitney was going into it completely blind because she definitely didn't know who we were she definitely never listened to it nope. i thought she did a pretty good job i thought um, she did a pretty good that job. is that is very generous and i feel like you have to say that um <laughs> ryan as, what do you as think a, ryan, as a listener let me tell you uh she not only shit the bed she, she like i mean it was like it was shocking i mean she could not hang could not hang. Didn't know what was going on. You guys were telling jokes that just went right past her head. Like she was like, "What?" Look, she was, honey. She was dazed and confused. My my favorite part was when she was shell shocked. Um, you you said to her, uh, and like Jason, you were like, "Oh, I I go to that uh, Erewhon or something or like Whole Bur- Foods Burbank or Whole Foods." Yeah, yeah. And she goes, "Oh my god, when you're there, like, uh, we should like say hi. Like, have I ever seen you there before? I probably have." And you're like, "Honey, if believe me, I would know if I saw you." There. <laughs> and and she was so deeply confused. She was like, "What do you mean you would know?" Like, like she was just so mm-hmm. like not clear. On and, unless she unless that's a role and a character, and she knows all, and no. she's just being her like her media trained self. I don't know. No, well, yeah, I, I, that was a little bit of a creepy, thirsty remark that I made of like, oh my god, we've probably run into each other at the, well, at the cheese fair, aisle. And I was like, to- honey, if I saw you at Whole Foods, I think I would have known. I would be. <laughs> to be uh, fair to Whitney, to be fair to Whitney, let's focus on the positive. We did, we were doing that using FaceTime uh, regular, not just audio, and she looked incredible. I bet mm. she does. I mean, she's stunning. She looked she great, and. She's also turned into a I, I believe she does really well with a YouTube channel where she watches the hills and com- like gives mm. commentary. Oh great. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean the, the, honey, the hills have eyes. Sure. Like I love that. Ryan's uh, like, wait, people well, get paid for that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. honey, look, I w- they, they all need to pivot. They all need to yeah. pivot. So I don't I don't judge a pivot in that way. Well she also has- but I j- sometimes shows where you're listening to it and is like this you know, shitting the bed scenario, or even worse, a, a diarrheaing of the bed, as you might say. The, you can you can make interesting, entertaining content out of that. Like you you want to oh, you want to see that dumpster on fire. You know, <laughs> yeah, I think people. I, okay, yeah. I mean, it's J- Jason's love for Whitney is so long standing, and and it's such a tale that's been that woven through his his public life for so long mm-hmm. that a lot of people were very <clears throat> happy that it happened and didn't even necessarily care about the content itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'm the only one that's really pulling it apart and doing a deep dive. <laughs> no, but this is why we have you on the show because you show us new perspectives that we didn't realize. Oh, and I love when she talked about her eating habits and she was like, "Timmy says I eat like a bird," and I'm just like. Oh. <laughs> Okay. First of all, Timmy SOS like sending a helicopter now, like literally like L O actual L. Um, like, do you think I think Timmy just like sits at home and like trolls her lightly like twenty four seven? Well, I think they. I, I think honestly, I, I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't live this life, but I feel like I feel like they just are like kind of rich and just live in Studio City and don't have to do anything they don't want to do. When you shaded her for living in Studio City, I also <laughs> went, I uh, died, came back to life, died again, went to Studio City, brought myself back to life, and then now... You yeah, Ryan, Ryan was crawling on the ceiling hereditary style after you dropped that one. <laughs> no, because Chris, There's... you were so clearly disgusted, but you had to like save it, and you were like, you're like, Studio City, you're like, yeah, wow, I just thought maybe you were a Brentwood girl. <laughs> and, she goes, like, and, then she went, and then she was like, oh, do you guys think you know me? You think I'm a Brentwood girl? I'm a Studio City girl. I'm like, okay, also, what's the difference? TBH. But like, I mean, it was like, LOL. So anyway. Well, she- 
She, I mean, it's also for me. There's nothing I love more than talking about Los Angeles neighborhoods when I don't oh, live there. Are you kidding so me? it was That's a my really addiction. my strange addiction. It was a well, was that a is really a great. Fun, that's a great segue then, Ryan, because somebody to your relocation. Somebody <gasps> just purchased some real estate in Los Angeles. Yeah. Is it in Los Angeles, Ryan? Are you allowed to divulge that? Of course it is. Where do you think I fucking moved? Well, I mean, some. Like, well, no. some. I don't know. I mean. Some, maybe right. it was Santa in Santa Barbara. Barbara. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Well, yeah. I mean, I want to. I thought I knew. I knew the show got a season two, so I, I thought you were going to squeeze a little bungalow between <laughs> Oprah and Ellen up there. Up, up there. I don't know. Little, yeah, I don't know little. if we did like Joshua Tree investment. Property. No. We saw, I also Tree. saw that. Didn't yes. Jonathan? Didn't Jonathan sell a book too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it must be nice, Jason. Should we, if Jason and I became a couple, do you think we'd make more money, or do Me? you think, or do you think <laughs> you guys would definitely make more money if you were a gay couple? <laughs> I mean, think about think about the spawn con. I'd definitely you be spending more. You guys would you guys would have spawn con for days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Damn. Like something to think about for 2021, Jason. While we're just you know looking looking back on the year, I think it's something we could probably it's, should yeah. consider it. I can just imagine you guys doing a stage photo shoot in front of the uh, the produce section in Whole Foods, posing in front of eggplants and doing like egg, <laughs> eggplant emoji, eggplant emoji, and like do at Whole at Foods. <laughs> Like literally, yeah. hashtag whore foods partner. Like, lol. You know what I mean? I can I imagine that too. And, and my wallet's looking pretty fat. You know what I oh, mean? Not totally. unlike my, not unlike an eggplant bulge. Oh, exactly. I'm you a guys, harm- you guys need to do some thinking for next year. You know, talk about a pivot. Yeah. yeah okay. So well, you, so yeah, hold we on. Will, you, you will move. become gay. You guys, I, you I moved. moved. I, I moved during a pandemic. I bought a house during a pandemic. The whole story is insane. So basically, like, oh, you're you're a COVID freak too. Oh, honey, I'm a COVID freak. I'm blowing the bubble. I'm fucking. I'm basically, yeah, I'm crazy. Drop it's the like, drop the COVID routine, Queen. Well, no, it's fake. Like, by the way, like, it's oh my god, drop. Lol. Well, I just don't leave my house. Period. End of story. It's very short. Copy uh, that. Are no, you are you immune compromised? No, I'm not. It's like funny. Like cerebral palsy is like so TBD because it goes from mild to wild, and like you just never know. But mm. like, I have a mild case. It doesn't affect me in the immune system. It doesn't affect my breathing. Like everyone I talk to mm-hmm. is like Ryan, you're gonna be fine. Like it doesn't actually affect you in that way. Blah blah blah. But like you know, here's the deal. I think I have a really interesting, like different vantage point being 34, but also, like, having been hit by a car, having been born with cerebral palsy, where, like, I know what it's like to have things get taken away from me, so I'm not, Mm. like, I'm not, like, worried about dying from COVID, because I just know that's, like, medium rare, given my demo, but I am worried about, like, something, like, being, like, one of those, like, COVID long haulers, or, like, but basically, I've just learned that, like, you don't want to fuck with this. Like, I'm not, like, Mm. I'm not working with a full deck, baby. Like, I'm working, like, and the deck that I do have, I've adapted into a full deck with, like, some fucking, like, you know, Cirque du Soleil gymnastic bullshit. But, like, I'm not ready to, like, rock the boat again. Like, should that, this boat's been, like, like weathered. No, I think that, that makes Better sense. Better safe than sorry is, is wise yeah. for everyone, you know, mm. whether or not and you also, have a pre existing condition. And also, COVID's doing her victory lap right now around Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And, it's, like, everyone. It's, it's crazy, babe. It's like, I mean, look, I didn't know actually a lot of people that had it before, but now I do. I don't know, Jason, if you are having the same experience, but like, I know people. Who yeah, I'm, I'm seeing uh, more, more and more 
that you're chatting with people that are just like, oh yeah, I had it for two weeks, whatever, it was fine. I, I couldn't taste anything, and then I got over it, and it was all good. Now I'm fine, and everything's fine. Like I, I hear that a lot more than I used to. You know, right when you know maybe you know August or September. Well, also, like God forbid, you actually get sick enough to go to the hospital. Like you don't want to oh, fucking yeah. go to Cedars, honey. Like no. let me tell you, like that's some District Nine shit right now. <laughs> I don't, I, mean? I don't care how good the food is. <laughs> keep me, keep me out of did Cedars. You, well, did you? Did so? Did you? Uh, I imagine you obviously didn't pack a box yourself as a as a Hollywood Chris, player. Oh my God, so. drag me to hell. You're right. I I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't pack or lift a box. So did you guys just go stay at the Sunset Tower for a couple days while this got done? And then Sunset you just Tower moved in? is too high risk. So what happened was is my friend has a house uh, where she basically she left back in March and she has this empty house. And so I stayed. At her wow. House. Thanks for off- thanks for offering that to me when I was. <laughs> thank, thanks. I, Thanks for the connect, okay, Ryan. Okay, you know what? Fuck off. You were saying the Villa fucking Carlotta. Like, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? Like, honey, like, Dragon, don't cry for me, Argentina. Dragon, you were just doing fine. Oh, mm. my so God. You, so you, but but I just want to be clear, because this is my dream, this this kind of move, where you just cut a check that's a little uncomfortably large, yes. but you don't have to touch a fucking thing. I didn't do anything. I mean, I threw it's stuff so out, sick. obviously. Ryan folded uh, nary yeah. a sock. I, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Like, I, I did this because of COVID. Like, ordinarily, I would do these things. But because of COVID, I was like, I don't want to interact with anyone. I'm so terrified. I need to, like, hightail it out of here. And um, I need to buy a house. Yeah. I need to buy it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, but now that I did it, I'm like, oh, my God. This is the way to move? Like question mark? Like mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm. it was pretty easy breezy. But I mean, yeah, I mean, buying a house. Right so now being rich is good, s- is what you're saying. Oh my god, stop! I mean, <laughs> it's uh, like like everything that this. We're virus celebrating. Involves. No, but like it's it's fucked up because this virus has basically kind of put a black light on our society, and it, mm-hmm. it, it's shown this socioeconomic disparity that we all know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think like back, like the whole experience of COVID is that I've been kind of insanely lucky you know to just be at home that in itself is a luxury to yes. not have to like be no, you're right you're right and all that stuff so it's just um yeah we live in a very uh fucked up world but mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right and i'll tell you what nothing is more twisted than going from beautiful scenic west hollywood to echo park Oh, oh my god! Okay, you know what? <laughs> did we? Did we? Are we in Echo Park? Is this confirmed? Yeah, we're in Echo Park. Okay, first of all, fuck off! I love Echo Park. Are you kidding? See me? you at Lassen, sweetie. It's a little down market. Oh <laughs> my god! Okay, you know what? Have fun, Chris. With you know what? I gotta wrap. I gotta wrap things up. I gotta wrap it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. No, I'm kidding. I, I, no. <laughs> no I love all the neighborhoods. I love all the neighborhoods. No, you but don't. I just, <laughs> you, you drag Jason for like, I mean, like you talk about Highland Park, like it's fucking like a Highland Park like, is actually the worst neighborhood in America, hands down. <laughs> but I, I do, th- I do, th- I do like. I love Echo Park, and I love this for you. And I think that maybe this <laughs> change for you, Ryan. For you, what a knife! What a knife! But I'm gonna side. miss. I mean, your apart. I just love your apartment. To be honest, that's like uh, a classic LA apartment. It is, but babe, I showed you my house. It's chic. You saw it. I, I love it. No, I love it. Yeah, no, yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm proud of you. I mean, look, I it was getting a little crazy daisy at my apartment. I mean, it's small. You know, you've been there. It's a teeny tiny operation mm-hmm. and she needed to break out but I will say the whole process of buying a house was insane because it was like during the three months that LA was on fire and like 
110 degrees. And so mm-hmm. we basically you, went to go see houses in hazmat suits. And it was just like, what are we doing? Really did you get into a bidding war or was it a clean buy? Uh, no, babe. It was like I had to give DNA sample. I mean, there was like. Drop the there address. Was, yeah. There were 16 offers. <laughs> On the house. Whoa. I I was not expecting to actually get it. So what happened? Did you was, have to? Did you? Did Jim Parsons have to call them himself? <laughs> uh, <Don't>. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do I have to get L-O- Jimmy on the phone? No. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> uh, no. Basically, what happened was is that I was not expecting to get it at all. We were looking at places, and I I'm a picky bitch, babe. Mm. I'm a, I I want we, we know. Yeah, I want a character for days. I, I don't want some soulless flip. I don't mm-hmm. want any of that shit. And Preach. So I, I saw this house when we were actually filming special, and I was like, okay, there's no way we're actually going to get this because I'm filming a TV show, and that would be insane to be an escrow while filming. And then we saw it, and I was like, okay, I need to have this house. Um, mm. But again, didn't think I was going to get it because uh, we did the first round of offers and there were, yeah, 16 offers and the, the bids were insane. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of um, gave my next offer thinking there's no way, et cetera, et cetera. And then we got it. Um, did you have to, did you write a personalized note to the homeowner oh, yeah. or did you, oh, you honey, so you did all of that? Honey, I, 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 I found that know, that I, really works well. I'm putting their kids through college. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> like the things you have it, to do. To it's get so crazy. It's so, it's so crazy that like having $1 million is not enough anymore. Like you can't, like no, an amount no, of money, no money psychotic. is enough. It doesn't it's, matter. It doesn't it matter. It is psychotic. Yeah. And by the way, like. I had to emotionally bottom at like it, it it's a buyer's market or no seller's market. It's a seller's mm-hmm. market. So I had to basically take it up the ass. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, okay, like sure, like you want to go to Italy for four months, I'll pay for it. You want to do this? Like I was like, sure, <laughs> like whatever, like I will support, like I'll whatever your kids want, I'll pay for their dreams. Like, you know what wow. I mean? It's like it's like by the way, the people we bought it from are lovely, but it was like we had no power. It was like truly lol. I mean, as mm. a bottom myself, I was used <laughs> to this. So like I you know what I mean? So like I That old familiar was, sting. Well, because it's like I'm used to being, you know, a power bottom in the bedroom, but a true top in the streets. Let's go, and like let's go. so this actually was hard for me in a way, because I was like, we just had no wiggle room. Like none. We just had to yeah, do whatever crazy. we said. No, it's so in, it's so insane. I know. So anyway, whatever we got, we're here now. Congratulations! And, you know, thank you. Now, thank you. Now, yes. is there a, is there any light renovations? Did you have to purchase some new furniture? Yeah. What's is the What's the first thing? What's dial? the first thing that oh, we're gonna I mean, do before we lose our mind? Well, we you know there's gonna be some changes. I mean, it, the, look, the, like nothing structural, nothing to do mm-hmm. with the actual. But we it probably has it. really good bones. Am I wrong? Right? Oh, it's. I mean, the bones are gorgeous. The bone, <laughs> the, are you kidding me? The bones are amazing. Mm-hmm. No, because we got it's all renovated. It's, it was mm. built in nineteen. It was built in nineteen oh six. LOL, my stupid ass owning a hundred twenty year old house. Oh. Um, but. Uh, it's all been renovated, but we're going to do furniture. We're going to do like, we just have a whole, we have a whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited. It's going to give me, uh, something to do and something to like funnel my energy into other than like doom scrolling mm-hmm. and feeling depressed. Bitch, I was talking world. to you. I was, I was talking to you about cultural fan fiction and you were literally like, I have so much to do. I can't breathe. I know. And now okay. you're, te- and I now know. you're telling me you're, you're buying, you're buying furniture. Mm-hmm. Willy. Welcome to my, my so-called life. <laughs> 
Well, you know, look, I think I dealt with the uncertainty of the pandemic. The, the, you know, we talked about this actually on the first pod, which was that it was very jarring because it, it was a loss of control and it was disorienting mm. and it was disruption of the routine. And I think the way that I dealt with that is I just threw myself into work in such a psychotic way and I just became like even more productive than usual. And, um, you know, it was it was great, but I think I kind of lost my mind. I mean, she's got some shit cooking. She's got she's so got wait. Did we sell? Back. We we sold a second book, correct? Uh, yes, I sold an. I wrote a novel during quarantine, and I sold it. Um, which uh, is now also, I guess, whatever. I'm like, this is like it's going to be announced, but literally, who cares? No one's waiting by the computer for this announcement. <laughs> um, but basically, it's also being made into a, a movie. So. Bro, okay. Yeah. This is my. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna option get on the before the now. book comes out. Yeah, Let's that's go. when you're really popping, TJ. Just FYI. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Ryan, I just I I'm feeling a little. You know, I I'm <laughs> as much as as proud of I am. I, I'm a little. You know, the fact that that I haven't gotten the call for maybe a substitute teacher role. <laughs> Chris, yeah, or just a, Chris just needs a, a walk. Light, he needs a walk on. Bit yeah, part. like in the if there's, a, there's gonna be a whole ass. If, if there's gonna be a whole ass two hour movie, you can find a little something for Chris to do. Well, Chris, oh, Chris, yeah. Chris, I, I have a question she, for you. Chris, do I you, didn't know that she was ready for the spotlight in that way. Does I'm very look. I'm very interested in a small part, one or two lines. I could be sure. a barista. I mean, yeah. any anything you want. I'll obviously pay my own way. A personal um, I'm not. Yes, mm. I'm not a SAG member, so I come very cheaply. <laughs> Chris, you know what I mean? Chris, I, do we, are we willing to do nudity? <gasps> I, I I could do. I would do uh, not full frontal, but not I would do top chug. off for the, for the for the right part for the right part. Right. Oh my god! For the right wow. part. Now my wheels are turning. <laughs> For the right part, for the right part, I would be, I would, I would be willing to be to be shirtless uh, on mm-hmm. camera, and and if that happened, I I obviously would not eat for six weeks pre- previous, you know, to that. Well, you don't, you already don't eat for six weeks. So <laughs> you got to start. My 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 body dysmorphic kings. <laughs> Look, people That's, throw the word well, brave around a lot, but. It bears repeating. Exactly. Jason, do you that, really only eat like dinner? Is that like your thing? Um, oh, not not always, but he does. You know, though. I would say Sometimes. yeah. I mean, like right now, it's it's twelve thirty, and I have I have eaten. I've just had coffee, and I don't think I'm going to eat anything until probably like a five or six p.m. dinner. I you guys are. But I also ate a lot. Journeys are. I ate so much food yesterday, so I'm not even close to being okay, hungry. Okay, dot 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 That's no dot. I, I know Jason. Jason. I mean, I also Jason and I. We spend a lot of time together. Jason knows that I eat plenty. I just don't. I'm not like. Yeah, uh, we're we're a, eating good, but we are just eating once. Or one and a half times per day instead of the three square meals. But see, Jason, you're fascinating because you are a foodie who is very controlled about how much they eat, which I'm obsessed with. And so your feed is you basically, it looks like from just the outside casual observer mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're going honey hogging out, like fucking living your truth. But that's I- right. Like Nancy Drew detective here. What's are you calling? On? Are you calling BS? Or am I just cooking meals, saying, taking photos of them, really, and then throwing them away? Are you really living your truth? Are you really living your truth? Oh, oh, well, what I've done, like my truth is eating whatever food I want without having to think about it, while also being not fat. And I've found a way to do it. You know, that's all yeah. it is. 
and I'm I am I'm I'm not like you know I'm not starving I'm not hungry at all but like yesterday I ate I ate a, a meal and it was a very large meal a bunch of calories had a bunch of wine and cookies and dessert and like I was full as hell I'm, I'm not full at all right now and then I'm okay, gonna eat I'm a just, big Christmas meal tonight on your I'm just being your accountability coach no mm-hmm. I love I love accountability honestly thank you for stepping in for me because I need a break sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, this is guy's just got- loving, Chris is just loving the heat, not on his food habits for once. Well, we all we all need accountability, but also I, I'm true. I'm, I make no secret of what I'm doing because I think it's you know it, it's something that I experimented with for a long time, and I figured something out that that works for me, so I'm happy about it. And I'm just and I to say that people stay thin because, like, I famously lost 20 pounds during the pandemic. <laughs> I did see some news about that. I did by, see some news about By the that. way, no one's around to see it, so it's very tree falls in the woods. Mm. You know what I mean? It's very like, okay, is this even real? Um, it wasn't a Hollywood 20, it was a legitimate 20 pounds. Well, it's hard because I gained 10 pounds at the start of the pandemic and then lost 20. So really, if we're being honest, I would mm-hmm. say it's it's a net 10. Mm-hmm. But, um, we but, appreciate you know, the honesty. I, I'm just kind of hungry. Like, it's true. Like, I did this Yeah, yeah, of course. I, it's a low-level low level hunger just low all level. the time. It's just always there, like a little bit of thumb. You know, it's like a little... You know what I mean? It's just slightly there. And you get used to it, but it's like, I don't know, I feel... I feel like it's. I have to be honest about how you know people lose. It's like you gotta. Ugh, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. And I, by the way, none of this is. A, I'm not going to be able to maintain when we go back to real life. I'm only able to do this because again, we go back to control. It's like this loss of control, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I, I can control what goes in my body, which sounds very like eating disorder. Which well, TBH might not be that far off, but who the fuck knows? Um, <laughs> but you oh, you <laughs> also you also though stop drinking. I did. Oh my god! So I got sober too. Yeah. Like this has been a weird, crazy year. This is like. But Ryan, do you like being out of control, or do you like being in control? Uh, or does the I old like, you like being out of control? Well, I like being in control, but I think I liked it so much that it drove me insane, and that's why I drank. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that's mm-hmm. kind of. But here's the thing: like I, you know, I remember Chris when you told me that you were sober. We were at. Pause for shame. Gracias, Madre. And, um, oh, dear God. And by the way, talk, talk about a place where I need to drink. Um, I was like, I was like, so I ate plant based, blah, 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 but I feel like I ate a Big Mac and need to like go home in a wheelbarrow. Like, riddle me this. Um, so I say no, gracias. Yeah, it's the anyway, but um, I remember you had told me you had gotten sober. This was like many, many years ago, and I remember thinking maybe even since you was like, Oh, I'm gonna be sober. Like, I always knew that sobriety was my final stop, and I knew that after quitting painkillers, I knew that alcohol was like a detour because I never liked alcohol the way that I liked opiates. And I think that mm. that I think that also made it Same. harder, yeah. Well, I think it also made it harder for me to admit that I had an alcohol problem because. The relationship mm. wasn't as like opiates were like can't live without you like insane like cravings like I would like vomit sometimes before picking up like it was like wild like mm. it was like I was very very deep and alcohol it wasn't really that way and it wasn't as intense but I really got to a point where I was drinking basically a bottle of wine a night and I think that becomes like very normalized mm-hmm. and like. I mean, there's just so many other circumstances too. Like, I think 
when you're doing painkillers, it's so obviously kind of forbidden and so clear that you have a problem. But with alcohol, it's so normalized in our culture. It's so it's such a like we 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 basically worship at the you know altar of alcohol. As, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And well, specifically, I feel like wine in general is this funny. It's like its own world of drinking. Wine mom. Totally wine mom. If you if you yeah, post like, a picture like, on your Instagram stories of like I'm watching you know Home Alone and drinking a bottle of wine, and everyone's like, oh yeah, go off. You're having a great time. Self care, awesome. But if you're like I'm about to chew this Xanax because it hits faster and watch <laughs> yes. Saved by the Bell. You're like, oh God, is ooh scary. We, we need, need to, to check on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, absolutely. And I think because we've all we've all been, you know, taught to believe that alcohol is this huge problem solver, mm-hmm. and um, we enable each other as a giant like culture. Like all we're doing is enabling each other. And I remember like when my drinking really really intensified, which was during the beginning of the pandemic. I remember I'd go on Instagram and it'd be like quarantini, like or it'd be like you know like mm-hmm. who was that who was that chef that like made a giant vodka cocktail at like 10 a.m. And people were like yes uh, my queen in a garden yeah and they're like yes my queen go mm-hmm. off 10 a.m. vodka mm-hmm. and I remember being like wait that's really disturbing like you shouldn't <laughs> be drinking vodka at 10 a.m. or like or like that show the Today Show with like Kathy Lee and Hoda when they're drinking wine mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. and again it's all seen as like funny question mark but it's not i mean it's actually really disturbing and again like and again if it was xanax or any other drug you'd be like oh my god like they (laughs) were so concerned but otherwise it's like go off my queen and um i think that's really really fucked up so i you know my drinking got really insane during the pandemic and i just like wasn't even getting drunk anymore and it was like okay what the fuck am i doing and then i read this book which like truly i've never been this bitch but, like when people like i read this book and it changed my life and be like <laughs> okay like get a get a personality like what's happening <laughs> um but i read this book uh called how to quit drinking by alan carr and this other mm. book this naked mind by anna grace and it like i read it in one day and it was like it was like this perspective shift where I was just like, never again. And I've never really alcohol since not no. I've heard it's, a lot of people talk about that book. Which um, one? Which um, one? The first one you said, how to quit drinking. Yeah. It's like Jason, it's truly wild. Like it's like, it's just like, it cracks your brain open and it kind of allows you to see alcohol for what it is, which is essentially kind of a scam. And I think, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it's like, it was just, and what's crazy to me is that I have not had any craving sense. In fact, if I, if someone is drinking or I smell wine, I get uh, nauseated. It's been like, wow. totally, yeah, it's fucking crazy. But what about um, your, your, your partner? Oh, he still drinks. <laughs> I mean, honey, I mean, honey, everyone does. I mean, she's, I'm all alone here. I'm like literally on my own island. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I also think like, I feel like I've been like de-brainwashed. Like I no longer, again, see alcohol for like, you know, as this amazing thing, whatever. And I feel like I kind of like leveled up and I feel like everyone else is still like, you know, give me, give me more. And it is a little isolating. You know what I mean? It's a little, it's a little weird. Especially when you can't be like, oh, like I don't drink. I'm more of a marijuana guy or something like that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just full blown soaps, which I'm like obsessed with. And I just, I feel like I've just, all the rumors are true, babe. It's like annoying, but like, you know, it is better. It really, it's, it's, I I know. I mean, I, it is annoying. It, it is. I agree with you. It is annoying, but it's. It's like it's true. It's like it's. It's. I mean, I guess I don't really talk. I mean, it comes up obviously here and there, but I think yeah. that during the fa- during the phase that you're in, especially, you know what I mean. It's really yeah. mind all. It's. It's the the third eye is cracked open, and you're like, mm. how how did I ever live a different way? 
It's, do you it's do you get you the feeling it. you know like I guess when I first did like went to therapy for the first time and you start having those breakthroughs and realizations the first thing that I thought of was like oh my god this is amazing instantly oh my god what, what why didn't I do this ten years ago why didn't I do this twenty years ago what I you know I threw this part of my life away not doing this do, do you feel that way with sobriety no because I think I just had to everyone has to get there at their own point you gotta, yeah you, know? you got to get there that's yeah, you gotta yeah get I there. Uh, but like you know like this book by the way isn't a fucking magic trick like you have to be ready to like receive the message you mm. have to be ready for a change like I basically looked at it as like I no longer believe in alcohol and I'm ready to believe in something else like I no longer believe in alcohol for what it's giving me because I know it's not so it's like I need a massive perspective shift but like if I hadn't been there if I hadn't gone to that place I, the book wouldn't have worked do you know what I mean so I had to I, and and by the way, there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. Like I like like I didn't have a rock bottom. That's another thing. I think that in our culture, the way that we think about alcohol is so binary. It's like either you have a problem with alcohol or you don't. Either you're mm-hmm. like crashing cars, burning down relationships, mm-hmm. like fucking up your career, or you're totally fine, girlfriend. Yeah. Or you know how to handle uh, your alcohol. Yeah, exactly. And I think that a lot of people like exist in this gray area of problem drinking that like we're not allowed to talk about because again i think i think a lot of people are uncomfortable with the relationship with alcohol and they're scared to talk about it and i Mm -hmm. think that keeping it in two very separate categories where it's very cut and dry again like enables people and allows them to kind of continue on their path and i think that's really damaging because i think part of the reason why it took me a while to get there with alcohol was that you know, I wasn't the alcoholic that I had known to, to see, you know, my, my life was going fine. My career was, was great because I was very, very, very high functioning. And I think again, because we don't talk about the gray area because it is so, you know, delineated. I think mm-hmm. that that's a shame because it prevents people from, from getting help and, you know, realizing that there's a lot of different kinds of problems you can have with alcohol. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's not one way to be an alcoholic or any of that stuff. You know what I mean? You found many no, ways. I, you're, yeah, there's many ways. I agree. But it seems like you have... Because it's been, what, like six months? Oh, my God. Yeah, six months today, baby. Whoa. Wow. Congratulations, yeah. Ken. Thank you. Love yeah, to hear massive it. congratulations. And, and, you know, I would be I would be remiss to not speak about um you know the person who's led you to this weight loss is is Hunter who changed my life that you introduced me to. Oh my God, my trainer. Yes, you and I share a trainer, which basically means like we're Eskimo sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whole brothers. Yeah, I mean, no, well, you know, I don't see Hunter IRL. I'm by the way, I'm the only client that Hunter sees on sees on Zoom. Everyone else. See some in person, which again, good luck with your projects, love and life. Um, but, like, you know, like, good for, luck with your projects, uh, lighting a tea candle for all of you. But, um, but yeah, so Chris, Chris, I'm so glad that you've taken him because I, first of all, to find a trainer that is not. A, dripping in toxic masculinity. Mm. B, a fucking doofus. C, just annoying to be around and like, like a star fucker and so annoying mm. is medium rare. And I feel like Hunter is like this unicorn of a person. Well, Hunter, <clears throat> we've talked about Hunter a lot on this podcast and people probably are familiar with him at this point, but I did just need to give credit where credit was due. Uh, for, for, cause, cause you put me on, you know, you mm. put me in touch. Are you finishing so. a smoothie and over there, Ryan? I'm just drinking. 
An iced almond milk latte from Tartine Bakery. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Wow. Wow. And wow, you just wow, really wow, had to wow, suck wow, up wow. the last bottom bits of that oat milk. Yeah, you? that was a slurpy, dirty, dirty, dirty. Okay, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's that. That's it. I just. I'm just glad. I. I don't know if I could do Zoom training. I just don't think I could do. I mean, it. it sucks. I'm not gonna lie. It's not good. I mean, like it. It keeps things moving where they like it keeps a baseline together but it's not ideal by any stretch of the imagination what did you guys give hunter for christmas this year oh my god i don't i got him his birthday was a few weeks ago and i got him something for his birthday you know what dragged me to hell i don't think i got him anything for christmas i gave him i gave him a slew of gifts before i left um Mm. but i was ryan if you if you have his new address you could text me okay I will. I do have his new address. He is truly an angel sent from heaven above. I have been with him for five fucking years. And let me tell you, Whoa. but when before him, I remember, you know, not everybody, not every trainer wants to work with this body. Like, I'm, like, mm. like some, sometimes trainers see me and they're little, I would say, spooked. <laughs> like, they're like, I don't know if it's like, they're like, I don't want to hurt him. You know what I mean? Like, there's, a oh, lot I didn't even people, think about that. Oh, honey, it's like I have been like discriminated against. Like <laughs> it's it's real. Like and it's like some and also I think a lot of trainers TBH are lazy and they're just like whatever. Like mm-hmm. so and so. Yeah. And you know a lot of my exercises we have to like figure out a way to adapt them and like whatever like make them like CP friendly. Mm-hmm. And you know Hunter did not bat a fucking eyelash. And the things that we've been able to accomplish mm. together has been so remarkable and he's just yeah it's like there's so many like la is like the goof troop i mean truly and like (laughs) trainers are like the goofiest of the troopiest and i think (laughs) i think that he really is like a gem because he just has like no ego and he's just like truly like a like a gentle sweetie lawler a diamond in the rough no i no he really is he really is i couldn't agree more he's 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 a very important person for me and i can't wait to get back to la and really get back to my fucking rings in the park you know? <laughs> it ain't the same you know he wrote me he wrote me a program and i'm following the fucking program but i'm not it's just not the same without him there you, you know what i mean it just does it does not hit the it's same. like sex with a condom on isn't it chris exactly it's like using a tenga oh my god lol. oh my god a tenga that is such a deep cut remember when i did that <laughs> Yes, I do. I did that video. Oh my god, that's so funny! Well, you did a Tenga video. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris. But we wouldn't do Uggs for five grand. No, I don't think there was any money involved. (laughs) Honey, she she was not savage. She needed. I remember, like, when I used to do college talks, I thought when I was doing thought catalog, they'd be like, "So, like, what's your rate?" And I'd be like, "I don't know, babe. Just fly me out." And he'd be like, (laughs) "Okay." And now, knowing how much money colleges have, holy shit! I could have made my yearly salary of thought catalog in like one day. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the only reason. P- yeah, I mean the college. That was the whole thing. I mean that's a big thing. The music business too. I mean that's like how you make a lot of money. Is the college they have? They just have a million dollars a year to do programming. You know what I mean? Or whatever. It's stupid. Um, it's stupid how much money they have. And you're just like, okay, I did so much of that stuff in the fall. I was like randomly going to like Memphis, Tennessee for twelve hours or this that. It was like. It was kind of fun. Cool. I love I love what? like a moody hotel solo journey for like twelve hours. God, oh, me yeah. too. Jesus Christ, me too. You what, start what is DJing. your <laughs> What is your what what did you have like a when you would do these, would you would you kind of give a very similar talk every time or did you really try no. to switch it up? So okay. 
I I really don't like doing talks. Like I just don't like I get anxiety. I don't want to do a speech. It's so cheesy. So I just did like moderated Q and A moments. Mm-hmm. But babe, yeah, I mean, it was that... it was essentially stand up though. Like you give me a Q and I'll A for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And yes. then, and the crowd that comes to see you, they're just you're they're eating out of your hands. I'm I sure. mean, it's 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 stop, drop, and lol. Like I'm not. Yeah, like, I'm coming yeah, yeah. to play. Like I'm not even like. Anyways, yes and no. Like, honey, <laughs> I'm here to perform. I just need like I just need the runway. I need the runway. Tee me up. The next, yeah, I need to be teed up, and then I can go to literally anywhere for the next twenty minutes. But I need a launching off point. But it's really fun. I have to say, like. Being able to go to all these places and like, I mean, first of all, I feel so fucking old because when I did it the first time, I was like 24. And so I was like two years older than these people and I was like hooking up with the people in colleges and stuff like that. And uh, let's just say this time it's different. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, we, yes, yes, I can imagine. I, I'd love to see you gallivanting around campus, you know, in a, in a nice champion sweatshirt. Having your pick of the litter. It, you know, having your pick of the litter. I, oh, I've, uh, well, I mean, I guess, though, that is it's a nice way to make money. And I think that that's what, you know, because Jason and I obviously are looking to dip our toes in the live event market as soon as we're able. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah, I'm all I, about I experiences. That, you know what I mean? Well, not now, Jason's baby. <laughs> that's 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 phase vaccine, honey. I mean, I guess. I no, guess, I'll I'll do it. I would do an event right now. I know I'll, you I would. <laughs> I know you fucking well, would. We're preparing for next year for 2021. OK. Yeah, yeah but I do think do that I do think. podcast moment. That's chic. Oh yeah, but see, to me, a live podcast. I'm more. I think a Q and A format is the best format. Yeah, like I agree. H- h- historically, and oh, that's I when my like book came out. That's speeches. what I tried to do. Yes, totally. no, no, no. That's like no, I don't smart. either. Wait, I need unless to ask unless it's me. <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> Who was the most annoying person of 2020 for you? Oh, good Ooh. question. I can, can I say can I say Dr. Fauci or no? Sure. Can't wait. Sure, why not? Um, of twenty. No, I, I'm not going to say Dr. Fauci. I mean, I loved him. I was deeply unclear about his photo shoot that he had um, when he did the cover. When he did the cover of In Style magazine, I was literally weird. like, in the middle, in the middle of this shit. It's like yeah, Cuomo it writing a book about the pandemic while we're still in it. Like, you can't really do that. But also, like, Cuomo's have, pretty bad. Cuomo's pretty bad. I have to say, though, also like. <laughs> As someone who's turned down photo shoots in the pandemic, um, you know, a, pandi- a photo shoot, I wouldn't say, is pandemic strongly. So even... I don't think it's not. I think it's just in bad taste when you're a government official, not not a regular person. Well, it's just, like, weird to be, like, tackling this huge pandemic while also, like, posing in, like, fucking Tom Brown and, like, looking chic by a pool. Do you know what I mean? Yes. No, I mean, it's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird thing. It's but a weird also, thought. like... But this is what we do. We we like to, you know, anybody who does something good, we like to elevate to like a celebrity, and and that's probably not healthy for us. No, I I, I think that's a, a disease that we need to be vaccinated against. <laughs> that's true. Twenty twenty. I mean, I, I Jason, who's your besides Jack Harlow? Jason, who's your least favorite? Oh my god, Jason's gone. Oh, Jason might have gone to the bathroom. He does this. Oh my god, he does. I heard the door open. Well, can I? He has a small bladder. <laughs> I don't think he would say anything. That's such a power move. Um, can I talk about mine? I think I need to get off oh, wait, my he chest. T- he... Oh, wait. What? what? What is it? Tell me. No, no, no. It's fine. Please tell me. Okay. 
Get it off your chest, gang. I need to talk about this. Okay. And I feel really bad about this. Okay. So Don't say don't say me. It's gonna no! be No! Okay. Oh my god, LOL. <laughs> this is just like a like a long con for me to confront you. Intervention? LOL, yeah. I'm like, anyways, now that we're here, just the two of us, dot dot dot. Um, no, here's the deal, babe. I am really trolled by Cassie David. Ooh, you know, I heard that. I heard that book is a real motherfucking stinker. Chris, okay, we need, we, we need to. First of all, we need to unpack. Okay, so this is like this is okay. So Cassie wasn't really on my radar uh, before. Like I wasn't. I was like, okay, I knew that Larry David had a daughter. I knew that she like was doing things and saying things. She dated. She dated Pete Davidson though. Which right. Is a I remember big story. that. I remember that. And I remember. I remember reading something that she wrote on that fucking Graydon Carter thing, airmail or whatever, and being like, yes, airmail. Hmm. I'm a. Fa- I'm a big time subscriber. I love airmail, so we're not going to disparage that. But yes. I I remember reading one of her articles and being like, hmm, okay. Uh, but then <laughs> that was, you know, that was that. You know what I mean? Like, God bless. You know, she's finding her voice. She's like 24 or whatever. Uh, and then the the press blitz comes out for... It's, it's incredible. The best of all time. I mean, first of all, her publicist needs to be making double, like, overtime, double, like, whatever. Her, well, her publicist her publicist is being Larry David's daughter, though, I think. Yeah, well, you know what for I mean? sure, for sure. So so here's the deal. So, again, not really on my radar. You know, I have limited inter- uh, inventory in my noggin, like, whatever. And the, the onslaught of press, I had no choice but to open up my door to her and what she was selling. And I read that uh, article, or no, that, 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 no, it's chapter, a chapter of her book called Too Full to Fuck. <laughs> now, honey. We've honey, all been there. No, no, actually, wait, wait, I want to talk about, no, sorry, we need to rewind the tape. Before <laughs> I saw that, I had a lot of mutuals on Instagram posting the fucking book, being like, oh my God, Kelly, like, come on, yes, love this book, like, yes, and I was like, first of all, I know these fuckers aren't reading it, and, and you know, but it's definitely a, not. But it's but it's political, like everything in this fucking business is, and they don't want to piss off Cassie fucking David, whatever. And you know, I'm I'm truly, by the way, gonna start a GoFundMe for people's spines in Hollywood. I swear to God, <laughs> like, I'm like honey, preach, like, Ryan, preach. No, seriously, I'm like, honey, you know, this book is probably bad, right? Question, like, of course they do. Whatever they, whatever. Okay, so. <laughs> That's all happening. My eyebrow is cocked. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, some, some, I'm like, something isn't right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the excerpt comes out. And, you know, you all, re- you read it, I assume, right? I did not. Which, uh, there was a few though. Which there one? was one called Too Full to Fuck where she talks about being dot, 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 too full to fuck. <laughs> I did well, not well, read that was because it good? that doesn't interest me. Chris, like, I don't I've believe learned... you. This fucking went viral. Honey, come on. I, honestly, Jason can vouch for me. Sometimes when I hear too much about things, I just don't care anymore. It's my whole thing with prestige TV. I just don't care. Okay, I, I don't that's, care. That's fair. And I kind of actually share that sentiment with prestige TV. So um, so the title, so too, too Full to Fuck, did not... Where she talks about... That, that, did not, that did not make you want to read it, is what you're saying. Well, I, I read the excerpt, and it, it really is about her 
just being like, sometimes I eat too much and I don't feel like fucking. I mean, truly, this is not, <laughs> this is not me being shady. Like, there's nothing more to it than that. Mm-hmm, Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, she and thinks this, that's this like a, like that's a, a novel this, idea and, and thought to have. Uh, I say this as someone who wrote for thoughtcatalog.com. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand my mm-hmm. resume. Okay, uh-huh. I understand my history. I understand my background and how it feeds into this. Okay, do not. When I tell you, if we got this essay in 2011, maybe not 2012, 2013, because it took a nosedive, mm. but it doesn't like we would not have published this essay on a sentence level. It was so profoundly <laughs> terrible. I couldn't believe it. I actually could not believe it. Like, and wow. also, I'm like, did her? Did her editor? Is her editor trolling her? Like, how did she let this come? No, out? Ryan. I have. I, I have a feeling that she. Refused to be edited. Yes, and so much because yes. she's a, because she's a celebrity's kid, and yep. like it's just it's this is a win win. Whoever puts this out knows it's going to sell. They don't have to do anything, and it's going to sell, and they'll get all the best press. So like, well, why honey, when you say they don't need to do anything, trust me, they took that. They took that. Literally, they didn't yes. do anything. No, they literally they, went, they went to the Bahamas, honey. They went night night. She just sent those pages. <laughs> they just sent those pages, and they said they called up Kinkos, and they said print it. Like literally, like I mean. It was, I mean, I'm telling you, it was truly one of the worst pieces of writing I've ever read in my life. Like, it was was shocking. So then, so then I, so then I was obsessed. Then I was like, wait, what is happening? Who is this person? I'm fully addicted. Mm. Then I read all her press, like, interviews, which are truly so embarrassing. And again, I say this as someone who also had to promote the memoir at the age of 28. Mm. I get it, okay? So I think also, when someone trolls you on such a deep level, you have to be like, okay, what is this that's triggering me? Like, what, like, because obviously this has something to do with mm-hmm. me as yes. well. Otherwise, my, you know, a bee wouldn't be in my bonnet so much. Right. And, um, you know, I think this is because I have <laughs> a history of being, you know, in my 20s and having a platform when I probably shouldn't have, et cetera, et cetera. But I gotta tell you, like, I, the, the things I was reading, <laughs> I, it blew my mind. She wrote this thing for like Elle that was like a love letter to quarantine where she literally is like, I know oh. the quarantine's bad because like so many people have died and everything. But like, honestly, I love it because I have social anxiety and don't need to go to dinner anymore. And I'm just like, wait, what? I, again, <laughs> the, the L.com editor is truly LOLing into her coffee, like truly being like chef's kiss, XOXO, here's the rope, go hang yourself. I mean, these editors are doing her dirty, honey. They're, they're trolling her so hard. Cause when I see a piece like that, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. They know what this is. They know that this is garbage. They know that this will get attention because it's garbage and they don't give a shit. Um, yeah, no, it, it it works. It gets clicks, baby. It damn. does, but god damn it. And then it's like, it's so funny because, you know, people have such an issue with nepotism. And I remember, mm-hmm. you know, like with Lena Dunham, there was such a hubbaloo about her. But I'm like, first of all, let's get real about Lena Dunham. Her parents were a fucking artist and like, the two artists, like, honey, they don't have connections yeah, to HBO. It's not the pre- it's not the president of a studio. No, exactly. but well, no, by no. the way, what she did have is that she had money and resources, which got to where, that, which is why she got to where she was going faster than everyone else, because that's what money does, is mm-hmm. it gives people time and energy and that's why you end up making a movie when you're 24 because you have money to make a movie at 24 Mm -hmm. so you know when you're getting mad at nepotism get mad at the system that supports that and like the giant economic inequity that exists in our culture don't get mad at lena dunham for just well unfortunately unfortunately i'm not i'm not gonna let you badmouth nepotism on this podcast um (laughs) i i i personally i personally have never benefited from it but 
I like it as a whole. No, you no, know, no. It's just how the world works. No, no. I look. Here's the deal. So, but, but what, why I'm mentioning Lena is like Lena had actual talent. I mean, she like it is what it is. She fucking mm-hmm. wrote and directed a movie at 24 that was good. Like, what the fuck? I could. I didn't even have. I didn't even have farts that I was proud of at 24. Like, what? I I I just think that she's super. Super talented. And but basically, Cassie is like, I, someone posted excerpts of her book. I forget where. And one of the things that is in a literal book, uh, that was published is, yeah, sex is great and all, but have you ever like laid in the sun on a, on a, in the afternoon? Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, literally, what? Like, what is going on? Like, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. I mean, by the way, huh, sex is good and everything. Sex is great and everything. But have you ever tried not doing that joke structure? Like, move on. <laughs> like, move the fuck on. Um, so, I, yeah, that, that trolled me. This you're year. impassioned. You're you're impassioned about this. And I you think, know, she got I think under have- my skin. She really did. And I think... I think it speaks to a larger frustration I have with, like, seeing all these people in Hollywood kiss her ass when I know... By the way, I would DM people that were, like, posting about it, and I'd be like, babe, you know this is bad, right? Dot, dot, dot. And they're like, oh, LOL, I haven't read it. And I'm like, of course you haven't. (laughs) And you won't. And it's just like, again, you're doing this so you don't piss Cassie David off. And I'm just... It speaks to this political mentality in my industry that is so pervasive that just like I hate it really bothers me. It's like this is bad. Well, would she we also sent out? Uh, would we prefer edibles. if they were? Would we prefer if, if she was just modeling like everyone else's celebrity daughter or, or yeah. sure? Yes. Like, go model. Yes. Go fuck John Mayer with Andy Cohen and have fun. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you? So do you think John Mayer and Andy Cohen are having sex? I mean, we've talked about this. A, re- a recurring theme that appears on. We're talking show about it on pod now, baby. Do you think? Do you? Do you think they've? Do you think they've had sex? Or excuse me, do you know that they've had sex? And I'm not going to ask you to confirm a source. And who? Well, and also, who is doing what in the, it's so funny in the transaction? That, it's so funny that you're asking this right after I rail against the politicalness of Hollywood because. <laughs> I want to say, gosh, Chris, gosh, Jason, I, I really want to be a guest on Watch What Happens Live. Mm. So, you know. I, well, I could, I'm going to be the bar. I'm going to be the bar. Sealed. That's what, that's what we need to do. So with your, with your movie, with your movie, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. With your movie, maybe we write, maybe. Maybe we can work in like a watch what happens live scene, and then, oh and then, God. and th- that—that's the way you could be the bartender. You know what I mean? I By think the that's way, maybe can something we just to think also about. acknowledge like a man that has fucked both Andy Cohen and Cassie David? If that's not range, I don't know what is. You know what I mean? Like, that is, it is someone, a, it's like, incredible. Truly, like hide your kids, hide your wives, mm-hmm. hide whatever. But, like no man, no woman, no one's safe. No one is mm-hmm. safe. You know what I mean? I think no I think him and Andy are I think him and Andy are just buds. He's probably the godfather to Andy's child. You know, I don't I well, don't like this narrative painting about, mm-hmm, about but, my king, but yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, you I, could be the godfather. Well, by the way, by too. the way, by the way, it's not a negative picture. I I didn't care about him until I thought he was fucking Andy. Now I'm like, now I'm in. Now I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, good. Like, show well, me something as a, good. As a known as a known as a known John Mayer stan, um, it is just another another you know feather in his cap, really. Such oh my god, talent. did you guys, well, okay, have you guys read Jessica Simpson's amazing memoir, open book? 
No, but people, we, no. people have talked about it a lot on the show. We have not listened or oh, we haven't well, read. Okay. I don't want to retread, but she really. No, you can she, retread. She, well, she does her best work, you know, skewering John Mayer, and she really goes in. And John Mayer is it's kind of everything you think he is, which is just kind of a sociopath, but like uses. I think he's grown. I think he's grown since then. <laughs> does she My talk favorite. about how his dick looks like it curves to the side or something? No, but she talks about more how emotional. When, Got it. when they broke up and he was being an emotional terrorist to her, as he always is, mm. he would you, he would just hang out with her parents. Like he would be like that. Like, like he literally would like, go over. That's by fire. Me. By the way, you know Joe, you know Joe Simpson just like wants to fuck him. So Joe's like, come on, knock on my door. I'll be waiting That's for it, honestly, you. Ryan. That sounds like a TJ move. That sounds like a calculated TJ mm. type move. Yeah, I, I want to hear jo- John. You're staying for dinner, aren't you? Well, oh, I guess. Well, I mean, so, so you know, I Joe's speaking the knees. Joe's like, "Honey, I know my daughter did you bad, but mm. you know, come on over. We'll make such a handsome boy." Yeah, so he's he's full. Just so John is just fully hanging out with her parents after they break up, which is truly that's a fucked psycho. up move. It remi- it's psycho. It reminds me of like when I broke up with my when my boyfriend broke up with me in high school and I went insane and I like would hang out with his friends that I couldn't stand like and fish for information I'd be like yeah I'm so glad we were able to connect so like what is he doing is he like at, 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 at like CPK you're I'd be like hey babe I'm so glad that we kind of finally get to be friends and it's like okay it is it is a unhinged sociopathic move and that's John Mayer baby Mm. Well, look, the songs are good, and I'm able to separate the man from Chris. Have you met him? Because I know he hangs out with like Nomi and everything. Like he's around. I, I unfortunately I haven't met him, um, which is shocking. Well, I that have, but, but it was pre. It was like kind of pre-fame or like early, early days. Um, so it was like, but don't uh, worry. It was, like, what was the first uh, album he did? Room for Square. It was or pre. Something? Well, he came. He he Ooh. came to prominence living in Atlanta. Like he he was living in Atlanta when he like started to get famous. Um, oh, okay. And I was obviously deeply embedded in in the in the singer songwriter coffee. Oh, totally. Honey. You were? So, did you court so, his manager? He was on his Nora Jones. I, I wish if I if I'd courted John, if I would have ever been John Mayer's manager, I would not be talking to you two bozos. I tell you that right now. I'd be too rich. I'd be How too long rich. Gone? Very long. <laughs> very very, gone. very long. Very. Yeah, don't don't leave um, the light on. Don't leave the light on, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. This is this is honestly a gift to our listeners on Christmas Day. We thought mm-hmm. no one would be better. You're the only guest to ever return ever, yeah. and you probably will be the really? last one for a long time because the how long gone booking department is robust and full of requests. <laughs> um, yeah, our team we were smashed able to, it this year. You guys, our are team smashed this year. We, we were able. To, we were able to shuffle things around and get a fan favorite on for the holidays. This is what Santa ordered. Um, yeah, we and, thought if we're going to go know, back all- for seconds, who's the who's the dish that people want to see on the plate the most? And it was obviously Ryan O'Connell. Oh, my God, exactly. you guys. All mm-hmm. I want for exactly. Christmas Jesus Christ. It, I love exactly. It. I love so, it. so everybody, look out for special season two. Look out for Ryan's new book, Ryan's new movie, Ryan's Ryan's, <laughs> Ryan's you know, new house. Tweets. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan's new no, fucking house. Don't, please don't. Ryan's new body. Ryan's look out for my new Ryan's body. new body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan's new life as as a sober person. Keep your it's eyes peeled for hear. a bunch of Wayfair boxes in the in the Echo Park area. That's how you'll know. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh my god. I, have a, I mean, I have a, Oh god, let's see someone to tell a wafer story, but I can't. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. But no, honestly, thank you for joining us and, and Merry Christmas to you. And, and hopefully we'll be able to reconnect soon at a Nancy Myers esque restaurant uh, mm. for, a, for a long extended meal. Dare to dream. Uh, putting it on my vision board, baby. Mm-hmm. Putting it on my vision board. We love you, Ryan. All right, love you guys too. We love you, Ryan. Smooch. Thank you, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Later. Big smooch.